is Nadia with Art of Sia. Today is Wednesday, October the 26th, and this is Whining Wednesdays. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we are going to get into um, a small little series that I'm thinking about giving you guys. So today we are going to start the series off with my own personal five key components of successful marriages and long-term relationships. And then over the next couple of weeks, I want to talk about um, the five C's and the five A's of relationships. I'm going to also talk about some of the five top toxic behaviors that couples go into so that maybe you can tune into those to see if maybe you and your um, loved one are exhibiting any of those toxic behaviors. And then lastly, we'll round out the series by discussing five key strategies to get out of some of those toxic behaviors. Okay, so today I want you to remember that Art of Sia focuses in on three key ideas, seed planting, recognizing illusions, and acts of kindness. Begin to tune into those so that you can change your perception in order to change your situation. Let's get started. The first key idea that I need for you all to truly, truly understand is communication is key. It is number one and it is foremost. I actually discussed this back in The Secret, which was on September the 14th, as I talked about the secret to being happily married and how longevity in relationships is obtained. I strongly believe that communication is the key. Without it, you are setting yourself up for failure. Now, communication, of course, can look different to everybody. And the main thing that I want for you to understand is that you've got to be letting your partner know what it is that is important to you. You have to also make sure that they understand when they do something that fundamentally does not agree with your values, you need to make sure that they are aware of what it is that they're doing so that they might make an attempt to correct their behavior. So, you know, nobody is a mind reader. You've got to be strong enough and secure enough in your own skin to make sure that you're able to communicate these needs. You must advocate for yourself. No one is going to do it for you, okay? Once you start to communicate these things, and I, and I don't want you to get caught up with making sure of every little thing that someone does that you don't like, that you must voice your dislike. That's borderline rude. No, it's not rude. It's being a nag. That's the word. That's not what you want to do. You don't want to be a pushover and just let everything that you don't like be 
uncommunicated, but you don't need to go in on every single little detail that he might be doing that you just don't agree with it. All that's going to do is start creating some resentment because he doesn't want to be told constantly what it is that he's doing wrong. Okay. All right. The other thing that is key, key, key to having a successful marriage is commitment to the relationship, commitment to your marriage. If you don't have the mindset that you are in it for the long haul, anything can come in and disrupt that because you you have no desire to really stick it out in the tough times. Just because you have a healthy relationship does not mean that you are exempt from conflict. You're not exempt from turmoil. He is not going to treat you like a queen every day and never hurt you. That's not what healthy relationships look like. That is an illusion that they might show you on TV. That's not real life. But as you work on having a healthy marriage, when those conflicts come in, you are prepared to fight them off because you've been communicating and you have a commitment to want to stay together. Divorce isn't an option. Separation doesn't even cross your mind. What does cross your mind is how can I communicate better so that we don't get caught up in the situation or the conflict that we are currently in? That is your mindset and accountability that I want you to begin to be aware of is that you need to reflect within yourself on what it is that you're contributing to this specific conflict and try to figure out how you can get out of it. And you're going to get out of it by making sure that you're communicating. You're going to communicate with yourself too. I should have said that earlier and being honest with yourself so that you can be honest with your needs to your partner. Respect. You have to have respect for your spouse as well as yourself. If you don't respect yourself, you will allow any and everything to happen to you. And that is not what having a healthy relationships are about. They're not about letting one person dominate the situation and to take control of the path that the marriage is going in. And you're sitting over here and you don't even agree with that path. You have to respect yourself so that you are able to open up the door and to respect him. When you're respecting him, a lot of these one-on-one situations or these arguments that you're having that are kind of petty right? We talked about earlier about being in a nag. Well, if you really truly respect him, you're not going to want to go in on him and to belittle him because that's not going to get you good results. Respect is given and it is taken, right? 
It's a back and forth dance. You give respect, you get respect. It goes back and forth. So remember, you can't go in on somebody and be rude and nasty and confrontational if you expect for them to be nice to you when they have an issue with one of the things that it is that you're doing and in your relationship. Let's go back and recap these first three things that are important to having a healthy marriage. Number one, and for me, it is at the top, not more important than the others, but it is very, very crucial that you have good communication. You must have a solid commitment to the relationship and you must respect each other. Okay. All right. So with those three things, let's go ahead and take our wine break. So today I have a Star Boro Star Light. It is a Sauvignon Blanc, 90 calories. Again, this is one of those light ones that I had um, talked about that Matua a couple of weeks ago. 90 calories, less than one gram of sugar per five ounces. But um, it still kind of makes me feel better about it when I'm drinking it. So this here, it says it's each sip is full of mouth-watering notes of tropical citrus and fresh lemongrass. It is, um, again, it's a light. It's a 2021 out of New Zealand. Light wine, refreshing. I think I am going to start getting back into my reds next week. The fall is... Coming, and I think I'm going to start needing something a little bit more full-bodied um, for the fall. But I had this laying around and thought I might as well go ahead and crack it open. It's pretty good. You should try it out. Regular um, grocery store. Again, it's a Starboro Starlight. All right. So let's go ahead and get back into it. Right before the break, we discussed three key characteristics of successful marriages. Communication, a commitment to the relationship, and respect. So now I want to get into shared financial goals. If you are on the same path financially, you are going to be able to weather that storm when it approaches you. It's expensive out here. Money makes the world go round. I don't care if you do not agree with that. It is true. You've got to be on the same wavelength when it comes to your finances. One of you cannot be an overspender and an underachiever. And then the other one out here has all these great goals and aspirations and is trying to move up the corporate ladder or to start an entrepreneur business of their own. And you're over here not respecting money. You've got to be aligned together so that as time progresses and your finances grow, there are growing in the positive and you are both being able to come in and to contribute. That's one of the first ways that you can 
get some um, disease into your relationship. You can get some resentment to grow that if one is making all the money and the other is spending all the money, it doesn't align right because it is hard to make money. And the way these bills keep inflating, it is hard to keep money once you've made it, because just when you get that raise, inflation goes above and beyond whatever little percent it is in a raise that you got. So you have to make sure that you guys are aligned in that. You also need to be aligned with the type of investments that you're going to try to make. Are you more secure or are you a more risk taker? Are you into stocks and bonds and crypto, or are you more into real estate and, you know, having some type of true asset in order to invest in? You should be aligned. And of course, there's going to be some room for negotiations when it comes to that, because an investment is an investment, but you guys should at least be able to talk and to communicate about what that looks like for your family. The fifth and final characteristic according to me. You guys have heard it 101 times, but it is, you must maintain a connection. You must go on dates. You must have sex. You must date each other. You've got to have these type of interactions with each other so that you stay connected. Again, remember I said earlier that just because you have a healthy relationship does not mean your relationship is exempt from conflict. So if you are staying connected and a conflict comes in, you're going to be more willing to communicate your needs because you feel joined to your spouse. You guys aren't a strain. You're not strangers passing in the night. It's not someone who you don't feel comfortable confiding in. This person is who you are sharing your innermost feelings with, your desires. You're staying within that space that you need to be in in order to be considered a couple. And that is going to allow you to um, weather that storm. I want you to think about a healthy relationship as it would pertain to a healthy body, right? So, you know, you do all of these maintenance things. You go to the doctor, you get your flu shot, you um, get your mammogram, you have blood work done, you exercise, you try to eat all the right foods so that when COVID shows up or when a cold or just a simple virus tries to enter your body, your body is healthy. Just because you've gotten a virus and you are currently sick does not mean that you are an unhealthy person, right? Because you're doing everything to make sure that you're healthy. So when the virus and the sickness comes in, you're able to fight it off. It is exactly the same when it comes to relationships and marriages. When that conflict, when that infidelity comes into your marriage, your marriage is going to become sick, right? But if you have all of those characteristics and the foundation to a strong, healthy marriage, you can 
if you desire, come through the infidelity and or any other conflict that enters your marriage. All right, so I want you to stay tuned in with the five key things that I, Nadia, with Artesia believes are important for a successful marriage. Communication, commitment to the relationship, respect for your spouse, a shared financial goals, and of course, you must stay connected. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you. Until next time, take care of each other.